Good morning and welcome to the episode that's been saved by Aaron Taylor because we almost just didn't record it. That would have been a day one mistake, my friend. Episode 136 or seven? I think seven. Episode 137 would have been unrecorded. It would have been lethal content that was just not existent. People forget the first time we ever recorded an episode. Our, our Dude, I mean, Skype call ended just like at the end of it. And we we're like, did we get it? And it just, just never got recorded. Lost to the annals of time. I'd be curious to go back and listen to that episode. But yeah, so episode 137 brought to you by uh, Taco Casa. Tuesday, this Tuesday is the official opening. That's a that's a real statement. I swear to God. So um, that could just be a running bit we have. This Tuesday, they're <laughs> open this Tuesday, 2025. Uh, uh, so Taco Casa, Loyalty Liquors, you know, the gang down in the, the colony. And, uh, yeah, bro, you and I, how the hell are you? I'm good, Benny. I am exhausted. I am running on fumes right now. I, uh, I, uh, I mentioned last week, I I started bartending again this week. I picked up, uh, I worked Friday and Saturday night. And, uh, last night we had a party, uh, this guy who used to run a hedge fund in New York, who's worth $7.8 billion. His son went to Yale. So he rented out like three quarters of the restaurant for his son to have a party wow, what last a, night. What a cheap fuck. Like just rent the whole fucking restaurant. Well, if or I'm is being that like, honest, is that like a nice thing? Like if I'm being honest, I have a feeling he did rent the entire restaurant, but our, owner being the guy that he is decided like well i'm just gonna give them the back three quarters of the restaurant and i'll still leave the bar open just in case anybody else wants to come in and we can make some more money off of uh off of them um that's not confirmed but knowing people the way i do i i have a feeling um but right, like not, if somebody walks in, you're not going to be like, no, you can't be here. Right, right. And it's I like, mean, quick, it, what do you want? You can't be here for that long. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, it was like we called last call at the bar at 11 o'clock. And then there was just, there's one fucking couple. Like I got at 11 o'clock. I'm like, hey, we're calling last call. You guys want another drink? And they're like, no, we're good. I'm like, all right. And I dropped the tab and I'm like, you know, take your time. There's no rush. Like we have a party. We have a party out back until midnight, so like no rush. And they literally just sat there until like twelve fifteen, like and didn't drink. And I and then I got up and I was like, "All right, well now you guys have to go." Like I said, don't rush. I didn't mean just stay here the whole fucking night afterwards. Like like now you gotta go. Um, but so anyways, because of that, I'm exhausted, and I thought it would be a good idea to. Uh, uh, a friend of mine invited me out to a uh, a party on uh, Friday night after I got done. And I was like, you know what? I'll just go for one drink. And next thing I know, it was, yeah, excellent. That very nice shirt, Benjamin. Black Labs matter. Um, and I was out till 4.30 in the morning on Friday. So we're doing this on Sunday morning because Ben is very accommodating of me. And yesterday I was a complete piece of human garbage also. Um, but then you worked again last night? Worked again last night, man. Yeah, I would say you're the opposite of complete human garbage there, buddy. Well, 
the reason I say is I woke up yesterday, you and I chatted a little bit. You said bit. you didn't feel well. Well, I didn't. I mean, I was fucking destroyed. I I went and got a breakfast sandwich. I took Sasha to the park because obviously Sasha's got to get her steps in. And then I slept for another probably three and a half hours and then woke up, showered and went and went to work. So, uh, you know, powered through. Also, one other big note from this week, uh, my flight to Norway is officially booked. Yeah, I saw that. I got a uh, I got pretty a, exciting. I got a price notification overnight that the price had dropped 200 bucks. So I'm like, oh, let me book that right up. And then I got a price notification two nights later that it dropped another 50 bucks. So it turns out it should have just been a little bit more patient, but $594 round trip is not, is not bad at all. Can't beat that with a stick. <laughs> no, you can't. You absolutely cannot. But uh, that, that was the, the majority of my week. Benny, how was your week? How's trapping Ben? Um, oh, I'm a trapping, great hat too. I know I'm a trapping fool. I, I was actually just noticing your, your sweatshirt that you got on my, my fiance is wearing hers as nice. well right in in cream of course naturally yep great um, choice under um just shout out buds east jackson wyoming yep. um but uh yeah so i think we got a we got a full moon right now it's uh fishing season opened up for i'm sorry red snapper season opened up for this weekend um we went out yesterday just like not offshore we just went into the bay and and tried to fish we were uh throwing some popping corks and trying to trying to catch something um we didn't catch anything which is okay but uh besides that um aaron you asked about how my trapping's been going so so i gotta actually tell you that i had my biggest confirmed single trap catch this week okay i had over probably over 75 or 80 pinfish in one trap oh really and and let me tell you something i don't care if you're p- pulling up lobster traps or fucking opelia crab traps on the um what's that the great what is that uh up in alaska oh in alaska? no um what's I, that it's the baltic sea baltic nah yeah shit but i thought it's something else too either way um i felt like i was pulling this trap up and i thought it was dragging like the uh barnacles yeah on the dock post because there was this like massive vibration i'm like yeah. what the fuck is this <laughs> i pull this thing up dude there was fish jumping in there. I mean, granted, they're, you know, yeah, two and a half inches yeah. long. It's not that cool, but it's fucking cool when, like, the whole trap is vibrating and you're just like, dude, this is what we live for. Pinfish extravaganza. Let's go. <laughs> um, but, yeah, then I uh, – so then my neighbor – so we didn't run offshore this weekend, obviously. My neighbor comes over and he's like – um you know we're just chat chatting it up and he's going he was going fishing and all this and i was like yo i was like i got a shitload of pinfish and um i was like do you want them he's like absolutely he's like what do you want for him what do you want what do you want so he kept mentioning uh, a couple weeks ago 
that he's got this really cool place down in Keaton Beach, Florida. He's giving you a house? Listen to this. So he's begging me, like, what do, what do I need from you? What do I need from you? And I go, I'm like, Alan, can we just take you up on that offer for Keaton Beach? He's like, that's all you want? He's like, yeah, you can go there whenever you want. <laughs> he gives me the code to his house. So now I'm just trading pinfish for real estate. Um, granted, it's not Amazing. my real estate, but, <laughs> a, you know, a place to go kick it. So supposedly this place down there is like the red, one of the, like the red fishing capitals. Nice. Like dude. for like trout and redfish. Yeah. It's all bay fishing, like really, really shallow. Love that. So he's like, yeah, boats on the lift. He's like, uh, just whatever you want. So that was pretty exciting to me. Yeah, especially because he's like, that's all you want. It's like, bro, like, there's these <laughs> like, 75 like, little fuckers I got in a trap, dude. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, he was like ready to pull out his wallet. Like, yeah, right. He's like, he's like, that's that. That's all you want. It's one he's of those like, things where you're like, you're. He's like, he, they pay, they pay twenty bucks a dozen for those things. That's why. Oh, for real? Yeah. yeah so it's one hundred and twenty bucks, but I mean, still live fish. But know. either way, it was just that was like. I'm like, uh, in my mind, I was, I was more like, Ben, good on you. Cause I could have easily been like, yeah, can I get, yeah, give me what you feel is fair. Yeah. But instead I went, um, I went deal maker, Ben. And I'm like, Hey, you know, last week you were talking about, you know, us being able to go down to your Keaton beach place. Like, is that a real thing? Give us the deed right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in uh, all honesty, it's one of those things where you make a deal and like you, they say like, oh, that's it. That's all you want. And you're like, fuck, like what, what yeah. could I have gotten Son away with bitch. here? All right. I'll take a thousand dollars. and I'll take. <laughs> no, no. So it's cool. He's just, he's just a cool dude. And, and we've been hooking him up lately. Like I went over there and helped him set up his ice machine and all this stuff. So he's like trying to, trying to pay it back. But I, yeah. I was like, yeah, let's, let's do it. He's, he's just um, trying to be a good guy. Actually, you know, it was, sorry not to get off. What, what else you got going on, Teddy? Sorry, I don't know. Oh, nothing, bro. Nothing at all. Just been uh, – actually, you want to know what's going on? We went and hung um, some – some one of our neighbors, her, her daughter has a house down here, and yeah. uh, their ceiling fan fell from their ceiling the other day, so we went and fixed that. And uh, – so that's that's pretty much the extent you, of, of what's going on. Any uh, any fencing work? Well, we finished that fence, um, I guess, last week. So until we can get another job, we need to get another job. Yeah. Like I gotta go. I gotta go. Gotta go find another fence you job. Go, you can put. Uh, you don't. You didn't do signs in yards, right? You can just walk no. around. The Never. Sign says anybody need a fence. Um. I don't know if you've ever seen those guys that they like toss the signs up in the air for like the blowout yeah. at spirit, spirit Halloween. Yeah. So I just spray painted over the spirit Halloween and uh, it just says fence and should, I just twirl you should, it. You should rent out like a space like spirit Halloween does and then just have a folding table in there and like a 8,000 square foot fucking storefront and it's just you sitting at a table and it's just like, what kind of fence would you like? Um, I saw I had that. How, that's how they operate. Do they just take any piece of, are they like a, it seems like they just do temporary leases every year. It seems like they find these, you know, vacant spaces. And I mean, think about it. If you're a landlord 
and you have a vacant space, like it's a good deal for you because, you know, hey, you know, we're just going to rent this space out for two, three months, I guess like two months. They're usually there like September, October. And then, you know, so if you're the landlord, you just get, you know, you get uh, two months worth of rents and then it's vacant again. And, you know, they come I mean, and go they so just fucking fast. Standard old, like plastic sign draped over the side of the building. Yeah, exactly. Like, like absolutely nothing involved. Uh, like literally go to FedEx Kinko's and get a sign made up. Uh, Spirit Halloween. Like, I don't What's- even... What's their uh, their yearly revenue? That's exactly what I'm looking up right now. Get the fuck out of here. Over a bill? 1.1 billion. <laughs> <laughs> How is that possible? Because there's 855 stores in fucking you know, Connecticut dude, alone. Okay, Ben, it's <laughs> time. It's trivia time. Do the do okay. The, I tri- love do this. the music part. All right, insert fun festive trivia music now. Benjamin, for $5,000, can you tell me what company owns Spirit of Halloween? If you would like a hint, it is No, a- I don't want a hint. Okay. SC Johnson, a family company. Final answer. <laughs> that is incorrect, although you did get the first initial right. And now I will give you a hint, and I wonder if this hint will tip you off. This uh, this retail brand was a staple of the uh, J.C. Penny. Come on, let me finish the clue. The mall culture of the 1990s. In fact, you probably stepped foot in the store. Oh Lord, times. I know what it is. It's probably like Spencer's. Spencer's gifts. Spencer's gifts. How about that? Oh my God, I'll never forget. Spencer's gifts, the fucking like, bro. That was that was where you could go and like you could see all the inappropriate stuff at a young age. It's exactly. Like, what is this? You know, it's like. Oh, the shit. funny, the funniest thing too is that like if you were an employee there, and you just you know think about it, right? Like you and I both worked retail. You're like a 17, 18, 19 year old kid working retail there and you just keep getting this like slew of 12 year olds that comes in just to like look at fucking funny cards and you know all your uh your weird novelties and stuff like every single day wow so that's how that's how they've stayed relevant that is the the, dude the fucking company what's i want to know what what spencer's spencer's yearly revenue the company is called spencer spirit holdings Oh, interesting. Uh, Spencer gifts net revenue. Spencer's gifts $4.3 billion in 2021. So, so how is that possible? It's 20, that's 25% of their business is fucking spirit. That is insane, man. That just goes to show you that, like, the goth culture has not died. It's still relevant. 
Spencer says three thirty thousand employees. That's fucking wild to me, man. That's just so crazy. Huh. I remember like there was this one really cool gothic chick in our high school. And uh <laughs> no, I'm serious. Her name was Raven. I, she I, was gothic. Well, I mean, if the name like Raven, but, like, you're she, destined she to was be. like uh that's so weird that like, but like she would have been the absolute like uh poster child for spencer's gifts like the the silver b you know the silver like medallion belt buckles you know what i'm yeah. talking about with like uh-huh. the dude i don't know why i just thought of that well that's so raven. hey shout out raven hey raven you were the nicest gothic girl that i ever remember this uh this is crazy Ben, did you know that Kmart does $25 billion in revenue every year, but only has 1,500 employees? Wait, say that again? Kmart. Does Kmart have a, does Kmart have a website? Like, is Kmart yeah, still a thing? I thought they're defunct. Apparently not. $25 billion and only so they has 1,500 shift, they Did they, like, employees. shift? They probably shifted to, like... A, a direct like they probably don't have consumer. yeah they don't have storefronts i bet um but like, can you order off kmart.com yeah right now? i'm looking at it right now um i uh i just as a as an aside um so i uh next saturday will be two years since i've or two years it's been five years since i moved to new haven and uh i my my uh, inner my Wi-Fi contract like recently got renewed. I swear to fucking God, every time like my my internet contract gets renewed, they they slow me down. Because seriously, it's like within the last week, my internet has just screeched screeched to a halt. But yeah, dude. I mean, they got some Reebok Classics on here for seventy five bucks. They got Chuck Taylors. They got Air Force Ones for one hundred and fifty four dollars, dude. We should have bought so many Air Force Ones when we were in middle school and just held on to them. Yeah, because they were what? What were they? $59.99? for Black Air Force Ones right now. Yeah, something like that. They were, I were think they, they 50? Were under what bucks. were they? Yeah, they were under 100 bucks. I'm they, sure. were never, they were never two for 90 at Champs because those were, <laughs> I know that for a fact. But what was the other one? Champs and um, uh, Finish Line. Finish Line. Yep. That was the other one. I used to have at least. I would say 15 to 20 pairs of uh, New Balance 974s. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me one bit. That's Ben, if you got one, you got none. (laughs) (laughs) If you got 27, (laughs) you're probably all right. Oh, you could get get some Air Monarchs on here. Oh, my Lord. Kmart's got it all, man. I might shop. I might fucking get myself a new pair of sneakers. That's interesting. I would have never guessed. I wonder I, where they're like. It's just crazy. I mean, we had a Kmart right down the street from us, and it's fuck? been, it's been gone for. Yeah, I know the one you're talking about. That one's long gone, dude. Nike Air Maxes for two hundred and ten dollars, marked down from two fifty. Adidas NMDs, like they're playing in the sneaker space. Like some of these are like sneakerhead shoes, man. Um, that's interesting. I never would have guessed that either. Uh. 
I, I was going to bring this up a little earlier, but it was completely out of place. So I'll bring it up here where it is also completely out of place. So <laughs> one of the, uh, one of the obviously fun parts of, of bartending, the, probably the most fun parts, the people watching, I've talked about that on here multiple times. So the other night on Friday night, Friday night, we got really busy for like three hours and then it just died right from like five 30 to eight 30. We were fucking slammed and it sucked. And then, 8.30, 8.45 rolled around, and it just died right off. Well, at some point during that rush, these two, I don't want to guess, I think they were Indian. Um, these Indian girls uh, sat at the bar, you know, relatively young, both pretty attractive, and they're just sitting there chatting. You know, we're too busy for me to interact with anybody or whatever. So our our glass washing station for the bar is in the middle between the two stations, which is right in front of where these two girls are sitting. And uh, so, you know, well, the servers will bring glasses to us and just leave them on the bar. And like, you know, it's kind of unsightly if we don't get to them for a bit where there's just a bunch of dirty glasses on the bar. So I go over and I'm just like washing a bunch of glasses really fast. And I'm listening to these two girls. And one of them is talking about like, you know, this bad date that she had with this other guy, whatever. So we start to slow down. Those two girls are still there. And this group of these three, I think they were from Spain. These Spanish guys are at the bar to their right, my left, their right. And I can see them like, like, you know, like checking these guys out. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. And so, of course, they sit down. They fucking transfer their whole tab over. They sit down and, uh, I'm like, this is, this ought to be interesting because now it's slowed completely down and I'm, I can. So meaning transfer their tab from a table to yeah, the bar. Yeah, they were sitting at a table and they went to a, okay. which is like, it's the opposite happens all the time where people come in, they get a drink at the bar and then they go sit down at the table, you know, like, but it right. very rarely goes the other way. So I'm like, all right, okay, this should, should be interesting. So two girls are talking to each other, not paying attention. The guy that's sitting closest to one of them, leans over and Ben, it was, did you ever read the book, the game? No, there's a book, the game that was written by this guy. Who's like a, a quote unquote pickup artist. And basically it's not so much that he's a pickup artist, but it's more of a, a study in human psychology and like strategies to get girls based on the way that human psychology works in a very, told in a story fashion, which is actually pretty interesting. The guy who wrote the book has had a pretty interesting life. But one of the tips in the book is that when you're trying to talk to women, you hit them with a hypothetical. And like, that's like a perfect icebreaker. The old, you know, hey, settle a debate for me and my friend here, you know, which is better, uh, you know, wings or wings or flats for for chicken wings, right. shit like that, right? So he turns around and, so, and he <clears throat> says, he says, or he says, excuse me. And he says, uh, he said, settle a debate for us. I'm like, oh man, this kid's read this fucking book. Like, let's see where <laughs> this goes. And uh, he says, uh, he says, if you had all the money in the world, which would you spend your money on? Watches or yachts? And I'm just like, really like that's the fucking best you could do and it, like it worked because they you know they all started talking these two girls wanted fucking nothing to do with these two guys and it was or these three guys and it was 
the most obvious thing of all time. So I like kind of interject my way into the conversation because I'm like, this is like painfully awkward. I can't listen to this. And uh, they started, to, then he's like asked about real estate and all this shit. So he looks at me and he goes, uh, if you, excuse me, one of the girls looks at me and says, like, if you had all the money in the world, would you spend it on watches or yachts? I was like, neither. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, yachts are like, cool. They're terrible depreciating assets. And, uh, and watches are great. Like, I love watches, but like, you know, if I had all the money in the world, I'm not spending it all on fucking watches. Mm. And they're like, oh, what would you do? And I was like, I'd travel and I'd buy real estate. Like, that seems like the most sense. <laughs> like, right? Like, doesn't that seem to make the most sense to people? And the guy, I see the look on this guy's face. He's like, fuck. Like, that probably would have been better. Like, that would have been a better one to go with. And uh, so just to make a long story longer, uh, the guy, like, leans it. They talked for, like, 20 minutes. The girls were very obviously trying to finish their drinks and get the fuck out of there. And, uh the guy like leans over and he, he asks her for a number. He like holds his phone out and she's like, no, nah, I have a boyfriend, which is hilarious because I just heard her talking about being single. Like 20 <laughs> minutes before they, before they sat down. she was like talking about single and like how she likes being single and dating mm. and blah, blah, blah. And this guy's like, Hey, can I have your number? She's like, no, nah, I have a boyfriend. <laughs> and they finished their drink and they left. And it was fucking hilarious. Uh, it is, it is by far my favorite thing. We had a super awkward first date last night. Um, they're talking about communism, Ben, Ben, 10 minutes after the skirt, the guy got there a little before the girl, the girl sits down 10 minutes into their conversation. They're talking about how communism doesn't work on a large scale. And these were not like Yaleys. These are like two random, completely random people. And cause I was listening, I could, obviously I was listening and just, it's so amazing to me. I guess how bad people are at going on dates and just having, you know, what I would deem to be normal conversations. Yeah. And I mean, I don't want to sit here and say it's because like there's lack of like experience in life. Now. Totally, man. You know, it's like, no, like you can <laughs> sit and you can, you can consume all you want. You know, it's like, every every version you got netflix you got fucking youtube the internet you got all these different like lines of con consummation is that the is that consummation is a word that's not the word you're looking for what cons you know what i'm trying but either what i'm getting at is like so now it's like you have all these like okay you've seen it but you don't know how to apply it to like a real right, world right. situation right and it, and it it just it's a very, you know, interesting time, you know, and especially like now, like I would say, call it the past 10 years. You don't even really need to talk to people anymore. I mean, you're looking at a lot of couples who are, who have met off social media, mm -hmm. never like, you know, you can, you can do some like significant talking to someone before you ever even meet them in person so absolutely it's like you know it's very easy to kind of like you know hide behind your words almost totally you know, instead of like you know meeting someone and then like you know in real life in real time 
like you can't help but do things that are what would i say like um like traits of yourself you have you're more you have to be more authentic right if i sat with you for for 10 hours yeah i would learn some of your nuances right you know as opposed to if i'm just texting you and then all of a sudden we hang out i'm like why the fuck is this guy like you know so good looking I could, yeah, exactly. Why is this guy so fucking good looking? Like, so in his ugly pictures, online. <laughs> in his, in his pictures not. But it, it just like, um, but I think that's like all walks of life. It's like look at business now too. It's like everything's on Zoom. Yeah, you know, it's like the power of like, like I would say that America. Actually, let's backtrack and not even talk about America, but like. Good civilizations in this world were probably like built off like the handshake, you know, and like introduction and meeting someone. And now it's like, oh, no, we can't touch each other because we might get COVID or we don't want to pass germs. I'll fist bump you. You know, it's like, well, then what about our grandfathers that taught us to not ever trust anybody that didn't have a firm handshake or something like that? You know, so it's like all these things that are like changing for you know so it's like i would say the old school people still have a leg up in terms of you know talking um creating relationships like right about that it it is it's so interesting because like you're right about like meeting people online versus meeting people in person like you you can't hide behind things in your personality and the other thing too is that like as you, if you just text with somebody a bunch before you meet them, as somebody who has spent, you know, time on dating apps over the years, like a, you build a persona in your head of what a person is like, but you honestly don't have enough con- context to be able to put together a true representation of what that person is like. And so, Aaron, yeah. No, I was just going to say, there's people out there who, who will teach you how to design yeah a, a dating profile yep. to to you know Maximize. essentially right whatever you know so go ahead continue on to what you're so, saying it's like so uh, it, like it because of that and because of that has been the way that a lot of people meet these days and then also uh you know factor in the the and we've brought this up on the show before like it's almost like as a guy like you're being more conditioned now to not try and approach people in a bar because it's like, Oh, you have to respect people's spaces. You don't want to give people unwarranted attention. They may not want your attention, like respect people's space in public. Like, so you're being conditioned to not approach people in public to get that like authentic face to face uh, first interaction. So you're being reduced to it. And it's just like, it's just shifting. And I don't know what's better or worse to be honest. I mean, I think, face-to-face is probably better but you know to each their own it's just shifting human interaction to a point where probably down the road nothing is face-to-face at first anymore you know right i'm also like having so many thoughts about like okay just picture i mean a girl or a guy who you know maybe something unorthodox happened to them in their young life 
or, you know, they did something or whatever. And then they can go and change their entire persona. Mm. Like, okay, yep. I'm going to, I'm, I've, I've done this, this, and this, Yep. but I'm going to put like a bunch of Jesus quotes in my, in my bio. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm just, this is like the real, this is real life. This is the truth. So now it's like, you can create these, you know, fake identities. And like now, yes, a select few people, you know, may know truth about you, but then you can, you know, coax others into thinking a different way. And then, and then also at the end, knowing that you're never going to talk to these people, you may get on these apps and web or whatever the websites just to sit there and fucking text with no intention of ever meeting anybody but it's it's doing enough to like fulfill you in that moment if that well, makes sense. it totally like, does because there's just as like, much of a dopamine and serotonin trigger when you get like a new match or you're talking to somebody so absolutely you're 100 right what a world what yeah, a fucking it's, world it's it is crazy but you're right that you could create like this persona and be a person that you're not actually that you aren't actually in real life and I mean, there's, there's, I mean, is there something wrong with that? I don't know. Like if you're, if you're somebody who's been kind of downtrodden and bullied and, and, you know, treated poorly and, you know, you find solace and feel better about yourself in creating this persona online, there's probably value to that if it translates into your real life. But at the same time, is it misrepresentation? Is it this, is it that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not qualified enough to answer that. All I know is that like for me and you, it's about, you know, experiencing things in real life and letting that shape your personality as opposed to being like, this is who I want. Totally. So I'm going to make this who I am, where you and I is like, I think we're more like clay looking to be molded and molded by experience in life and the things that we've been doing. And that's how we've come to the point we're at. Right, exactly. And I mean, I mean, obviously here we are in our lives and it's like, for me, I was kind of going about my life in terms of, you know, I just knew what I liked to do, mm-hmm. you know, and then in doing so, I think I realized that it's like, I found my match because I went to a, a place essentially where I enjoy things. Yeah. I like to ski. Yeah. Well, I, you know, so I go out to Jackson hole and I, I meet this, awesome girl who I, I met her at a you know a party and like right off the bat i get to see how you know like she smiles she interacts yep. with people yep. next thing you know okay she you know we're going skiing you know um okay i live in this mountain town i love to ski but i don't really like to hike well fuck i don't really like to hike either you know it's like <laughs> so no but i'm just saying like these yeah. things that like you know so then I'm going to like shift this story off. Like, cause then we are talking to our roommate and like, um, so we're sitting there and like, you know, she was bringing up this like guy that she was talking to. And like, um, she was basically the, the, the story was like, she's trying to figure out, you know, a few, like a future with, with this guy. Mm-hmm. And, and I simply just said like, you know, like, what are your hobbies? Right. What do you enjoy doing? So it's then like, once you start, you pick those things, 
you know, what you enjoy doing, it's like, okay, well, where do you do these things? Mm -hmm. Where can I go meet a like-minded individual that shares these same things? So, and what I'm getting at is the internet is very easily like, okay, I don't ski, but I can say I ski. Right. And then, and then just skate around the whole, like, oh, we should go skiing sometime. And like, oh, I can't, you know, or, or whatever it may be. It's just like, you know, it's very easy to and, and insert anything, you know, it doesn't have yeah. to, it's, I'm not I'm just saying skiing for, for the story, I, but it's just like, you know, oh, I like fishing. Well, do you really like fishing, right. you know, or, or do you just say that because you've come <laughs> across somebody that you're interested in that, you know, you want to have some similarities with. So you just say you do these things or whatever it may be, but it's just like, I don't even know how we got here. I think it just comes down to like authentic. It's not like, right. The authenticity is not there. Yeah. I think there's definitely a lot of that of people trying to uh, personify themselves in a different way or have interest that they may not actually have in order to appease somebody. But the interesting thing about that is I think a successful relationship is it's important to have things that you like to do together or things that you're both passionate about and interested in and doing together. But it's also just as important to have things that you are individually interested in that the other person may not give a shit about because those are going to be the things that give you your alone time, that give you your time to decompress and, you know, be yourself, be in your thoughts. And then you come back to your relationship where if you do everything together all the time, I mean, there are some people that do everything together all the time and it works great. And, uh, but like that balance is important. So the point I'm trying to make is by people telling each other that they are all in, they're interested in all the same things, even if they're not like, it's actually like a, a worse approach to take. In- right. Right. Because then you're, if you start the foundation of your relationship based mm-hmm. off Oh, you, you said you like these things, but you didn't really like them. What happens when you build your, your castle on, on the crackling foundation from uh, the Connecticut uh, concrete guys in the 1980s. And now, um, what is it? JJ Mott. Yeah. JJ Mott. Just like Yo-Yo Mott, you know, there's hundreds of thousands, maybe not hundreds of thousands, but thousands Thousands of homes with a poor foundation. And we don't want to have poor foundations. And that, as as my thing says, we have less than a minute left. This is the most perfect place we could stop. Benjamin, awesome job today. Thanks for working with me this weekend. You're oh, my, anytime, you're, pal. You're my favorite relationship I've ever had. Um, great <laughs> hey, chat, buddy. Not to mention just the strength in this suck bag. Like, oh look at us. Oh, my God. What is it? 137 weeks. That's hey, too much. Nothing's even We need down. some alone time. Just <laughs> See you next week, pal. <laughs> I love you. <ya. laughs>